0: right we'll do the the usual routine hey i'm sorry i'm kind of tired so if i end up being low energy don't blame me it's just like
1: right, just Derek, i fell asleep okay there's nothing <laughs> i have no I-,
0: <laughs> I got nothing to say okay <laughs> That was hilarious. Like we you'd be tired. No, but here's the thing though. <laughs> huh. It was it was so funny that I was like, damn, can you do that like every couple of <laughs> months? Couple of, like we'll just make fun of it. And, and that's the thing. we you know, the, however unprofessional we are, we can we can just turn it into content and laugh at ourselves and make it funny. Cause you know, if not, all this shit would just be depressing. Indeed. And I lasted three days on my cleanse. <laughs> Well, you tried. Look, you still hot. That's all that matters. You, you're you hot, how you are. So now I'm trying
1: something new.
0: That's longer than I thought you'd last.
2: Is it? <laughs> yeah, and it's nothing about you or your character. Just like, I don't think anyone can do those because they're, they they suck and yeah. it's not natural. Right. They have a
1: modified where you do like shakes in the morning, the smoothies in the morning, and then you have like a sensible bit.
0: Anyway, I guess we could get started on on the real shit. Uh, i'll probably chop some of that up and put put that in here oh by the way this is probably enough to make two episodes and we probably won't even get through all of my notes because it was that much crazy shit and i left a lot of stuff out that i wanted to talk about because it's impossible i mean how can you anyway yeah, weekly podcast not there's too much going on in the world to fit it all in uh yeah do the intro i'll count us in you know the routine and we'll just let me stop stop eating goldfish on no, no, no. Continue eating goldfish. It's totally well, fine. Well,
2: at least while we're doing the introduction.
0: No, eat goldfish okay. during the... It's fine.
1: Um, um, um. I'm getting ready to fry chicken, so oh. you guys will probably hear the
0: grease popping. After, well, <laughs> go for it. I'm all about the the unprofessionalism. And, and <laughs> because, uh, That's it what ma- makes us great. Hey, this is D-Night. This is Carol. This is Ty. And you're listening to the Part of the Insurrection podcast. I know you missed us. And on to the news for the week. Jeannie Thomas. She finally testifies. Uh, Jeannie Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Bing! Remember when I told you that would come, come back up? Here we are. Uh, she reiterated her belief that there was election fraud in the 2020 presidential election during her testimony in front of the House Select Committee investigating the Capitol insurrection on January 6th. Uh, we're going to go that she reiterated the fact that she believed that, but she didn't provide any actual evidence to, to support that fact. Yeah, she's a fucking crazy person. All right. Reports say also say that Thomas insisted she generally does not discuss her political activism with her husband, nor does he discuss his work uh, on the Supreme Court with her. Uh generally doing a lot of heavy fucking lifting there. She confirmed that she texted White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows days after the November election, urging former President Trump to fight the election results. Texts that were released by the committee on November 20th. I can't talk. November 10th, 2021. Uh, she said that her husband was not aware of the text until they were published in the press. I'm going to go out on, on a limb here and say that's a fucking lie. I'm sure she he was well aware of whatever the fuck she was doing. Like, I, how can you not know your wife's plotting to overthrow the government? right?
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. I call, be- I call bullshit on that. Like, spouses talk to each other about their jobs unless they hate each other. Um- no,
0: even spouses who hate each other talk to each other about attempting to overthrow the goddamn government. Sorry, Carol. Yeah,
2: but just you. their jobs, man. Yeah, people thats people talk about that. That's how people spend a lot of their time. Yeah. Are you going to not talk to your spouse about your day?
0: Yeah, like, what, what'd you do today, honey? Well, you know, I went, the, I, I went to the Supreme Court and like, I you know, ruined <laughs> voting rights for black people. How about you? Well, I was plotting with Trump's chief of staff to try and overthrow the government because he lost the 2020 election. Fun times. <laughs> Giggles, laughs, LOL, smiley face. Get the but fuck out of here. But we're supposed to
2: believe they're just sitting there like, putting their hands in little steeples like excellent, like Mr. Burns. And I don't say any wait.
0: Right. Like they just sit around watching. It's always sunny or something. Dude, yeah.
2: They're the just shit. sitting there.
0: <laughs> no. Thomas also addressed her volunteer quote volunteer campaign activities. Uh, pursuing evidence of election fraud the committee obtained thomas's emails to state lawmakers in arizona and wisconsin after the 2020 election urging them to fight back against fraud and exercise their authority to choose a clean slate of presidential electors man if you can't get it done with the chief of staff like you can always go to the state electors of multiple states to try and get this motherfucker back to power seems like a criminal conspiracy to me Uh, thomas did not have a formal role with the trump campaign on legal challenges Challenges to the election results, but she was reportedly in contact with John Eastman, Trump's lawyer, who also had his phone seized by the FBI. Bing, keep that in mind because mul- mul- multiple motherfuckers keep having their phone seized. Uh, her support, uh, notably, of, or at least of most, most notably, the Pillow Man, uh, Pillow Pillow. You
2: know, pillow I pillow I've noticed it, it oh, seems man. like a coincidence in timing, but they uh, they sure seized those phones right before the the new iPhone came out the conspiracy <laughs> between Apple and the FBI. Oh, man. In next week you know, to not maybe, find
0: out. Maybe they learned their lesson about seizing phones before people tried to upgrade to the newest version. From the fucking Secret Service trying to hide their <laughs> shit. You know, hey, what's up, buddy? All right. Um, yeah, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the House Committee gaining access to these documents with Justice Thomas at the, as the lone dissenting vote. I mean, you know, of course he would be the only one. Uh, to rule against the January 6th committee and getting access to these documents. Considering it's it, not you know, suspicious at all. Uh, no, not at all.
1: Ooh. He's so brazen that I wonder, like his actions absolutely tell me that he knew. And he's going to protect his wife at all costs. He loves that crazy bitch. I can tell. And he's he's going to, I think right now, He's in husband mode, like he's probably been because she's loony, and she strikes me as the type that you know when she's having a spell, like uh, like when Selena in Veep when she went to the spa, like I she she strikes me as the type who has had to go to the spa a couple times a year. Well, I mean, this and dude he,
0: is. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, and he holds it down, and so he's picks like he's. I think he's just like a sycophant for his wife and will protect her at all costs. Yeah. He sucks her
0: dick the way she sucks Trump's dick. See, look, Tom Brady is more loyal to his fucking football team than, than Clarence Thomas is to the fucking United States constitution. And he's a sitting Supreme court justice. Like choose your goddamn job over your wife. In that case, not, not Tom Brady, Clarence Thomas.
1: Um, no, his job is destroying America and making people cry.
0: No, honey, so, that's his side hustle. He does yeah, that. Technically, for that
1: isn't as
2: technically it's supposed to be. You know, impartial, a political body, the the sole aim of which is justice.
0: Right, destroying the Constitution and everything it stands for is just his kink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next next topic. Uh, Christina Bob, Trump's lawyer, lawyers up. Her lawyer will likely eventually need a lawyer himself. I would imagine. Times a flat circle of endless cycles. Uh, anyway, at least one member of former President Donald Trump's legal team, Christina Bob's, had her own attorney. Okay, here's the thing, Christina Bob. I always get confused with the other one. I can't remember which one of them was the fucking parking garage attorney, but they're so both. That was I mean, Haba. The Alina, race. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's man, it's so hard to tell. I I tell you what, like I only know like what they. I only know the difference between them now because Alina cut her hair. Anyway, <laughs> I mean,
1: they do look—they do look similar. Right?
2: They do. <laughs> I can't tell them apart.
0: Uh, no. Well, one cut her hair, and the other one has a little more blonde highlights now. Anyway, I, but, I and, but then for. their names are kind of
1: alliterated, like Elena Habba, Christina Bob. Like I don't know. Like it can be like the alliteration.
0: I don't know where he finds these fucking people. TV. Uh, yeah.
1: No, really. He hires. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Seriously. That's how we found John Eastman. He saw him on the Mark Levin show. Yeah,
0: that's that's how that is.
1: And he said some nice stuff about Trump. And Trump was like...
0: Well, we say that now, but like looking back on it, it's entirely plausible that Jeannie Thomas was the one who introduced Eastman to Trump's people. Anyway, um, Bob has hired her own attorney and allies are urging another, Evan Corcoran, to follow suit. Bob and Corcoran...
1: That
0: kind of money. hmm Bob and Corcoran affirmed to the Justice Department that Trump had handed over all classified records from his Mar-a-Lago residence in response to the May 2022 subpoena. The prosecutor said their response was incomplete after the FBI searched and found more documents at Mar-a-Lago and cited evidence of, quote, obstructive conduct in response to the subpoena. Man, you really gotta go out of your fucking way to try and hide some shit from the fucking FBI after they've sent you a subpoena. Like, I... (laughs) Good fucking they were moving documents around. Just, yeah, it's like, all right, well, we're moving from the thing to the office and back and forth and hide the shit here and there. And like, all right, good luck. It, it, why would you even? Oh, terrible lawyer. Anyway, Bob has since hired her own lawyer, uh, Florida-based prosecutor or former prosecutor John Lauro, and made it known to Trump allies that she is willing to cooperate dun, 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 and be interviewed by the Justice Department after she was negotiating to sit for an interview with the DOJ bob told the outlet i'm sorry i'm not allowed to talk about it <laughs> seems as though ne- negotiations are ongoing uh yeah so do do either of you believe that that bob is now cooperating with the feds cuz she 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 thinks she's fucked and she don't want to go to jail
1: um, I, I mean i yes yeah,
2: yeah it's very
0: possible very yeah. possible and uh, I'm
2: thinking, when she said a lot of stuff before to the press that I, I think um, was ethically questionable to do as a, an attorney, with regards to like you know sh- sharing, lying. Fact, well lying too. But I mean, like you're not really supposed to go talking publicly about details of a, of your case. It's really unprofessional. Um, but now all of a sudden she's saying Especially she's when not allowed all to talk about it. I don't think she means legally. I think her lawyer said, "You
1: shut the fuck up." <laughs> Okay, here's my my reasoning why she's cooperating is because Bob was at the war room the day before September 11th with Giuliani, Eastman, and the other co-conspirators, and she's on like pictures and stuff
0: of her. Yeah, she's on insurrection watch. Yeah, exactly. She's now implicated in multiple different fucking felony conspiracies,
1: and she's not she's not smart. So, well, hey, that's not fair. If you're a snow, she's not. If you're, if you're slick, like slick, like the kind of lawyers that like get black people to take a plea and go to prison, they'll be like, you know what? We're going to get you anyway. So you can take your chance as a child and you're facing life. Or like if they've got somebody that's got that kind of slick, they're like, listen, Bob, you know, we got this other investigation going on. Right. And we got you. We got you in pictures. And see her, mom, she's, She's one of these like, I don't know if I want to say dilettante, but that's the that's the vibe she gives off. And I think it would be very easy to really make her like, you know, this isn't fun anymore. I want to go home. You kind of thing that she she definitely would, especially when she's
0: on the hook for obstruction of this investigation as well. I mean, like easy target. Right. Like, why would the feds go through all this hassle when they can just be like, oh, we got the motherfucking lawyer right here who's on the inside, who knows the dirt. And like, she's put herself in a compromised position legally.
1: Who signed an affidavit saying that everything had been returned. Wrong. Listed as attorney number two. She's just like person of interest number
0: two. Well, it's funny you say that about the signing of the affidavit. Uh, next topic that the Trump finally or Trump rather finally did his own dirty work. And one Trump lawyer did not want to lawyer up uh, after the initial return of 15 boxes. Attorney Alex, Callen, er, Alex Cannon <laughs> thought there might be more records at Mar-a-Lago. People familiar with the matter said. Uh, Former President Donald Trump, I don't know why we ever voted him as, well, not we, them, they, what the fuck were they thinking? Uh, Asked one of his lawyers to tell the National Archives and Records Administration in early 2022 that Trump had returned all the materials requested by the agency. But the lawyer declined because he was not sure the statement was true. Well, it obviously was not fucking true, bro. Way to kind of see that coming in advance and dodge the bullet. Alex Cannon, a former Trump organization lawyer who worked for the campaign and for Trump after the presidency, like what was he doing for the Trump organization where he was qualified to work on the campaign anyway, had facilitated the January transfer of 15 boxes of presidential records from Mar-a-Lago to the archives. And after archives officials agitated for more than a year to get quote, all original presidential records back, which they are required by law to do following months of stonewalling by Trump's representatives, Archives officials threatened to get the Justice Department or Congress involved. Trump himself eventually packed the boxes that were returned in January. People familiar with the matter said the former allegedly the former president seemed determined in February to declare that all material sought by the archives had had been handed over. Well, we know that wasn't true. Then Trump or rather that Trump himself handpicked the documents to be returned from Mar-a-Lago while keeping some behind, while also instructing his counsel to tell the government otherwise Could worsen his legal position in the case against him. You don't fucking say. Trump packed up the 15 boxes under intense secrecy, keeping the process out of view of even his top aides. Around the same time, the Washington Post reported that the archives had retrieved documents from Mar-a-Lago. Trump asked his team to release a statement that he dictated. The statement said Trump had returned everything the archives requested. Trump asked Cannon to send a similar message to archives officials. But Cannon told Trump, hell no, nah, bitch, you fuck crazy. He told others, he did not say that. He actually basically might as well have said it. He told others that he was not sure if other documents were still at the club and would be uncomfortable making such a claim. Well, you fuck genius. Good job getting yourself out of the Christina Bob situation where you don't have to hire a fucking lawyer yourself. Mm-hmm. Other Trump advisors also encouraged Cannon not to make such a definitive statement. Uh is this the only smart lawyer on Trump's legal team? Yes. He seems like a fucking genius.
1: <clears throat> yeah.
0: He's like, hey, maybe I shouldn't make such definitive statements about shit that I know is absolutely not true. Genius move there, like four-dimensional chess, not lying to the feds. Like <laughs> wait way to go, buddy. You did it. Yeah, you yeah, avoided prison. I mean, that that's the bar. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But also like, <laughs> commending, you know, that we commend Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger for not being insurrectionists. Well, you're kind of not supposed to be an insurrectionist.
0: Yeah. See, look, in, in my relationships, I have a pretty low bar. It's like, hey, you know, don't maliciously treat me like crap. Right. And then want me around. Those are those are basically my two standards. And, you know, su- surprise, surprise, a number of people fail to meet them. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not bitter. Oh, okay, I lied. I'm bitter. Uh, women have ruined me. They
1: are, man, this
0: is. I, I still love you. The though.
1: Bare minimum.
0: Not the exes, just women in general.
1: the Bare minimum is applauded. Well, <laughs> at least for for um, Democrats are like the only black person in the office. You have to be twice as <laughs> good. Oh my God, it's so true. Yeah. And so, (laughs) well, while the bar for the Republicans for GOP,
0: Carol, you know nothing about being the black woman at the office. The only, the only, it's not. Yeah, it's not your area of expertise. No, you can't
1: come in late. You can't. You know, take a day off.
0: No, and you have to do twice as much work as the other people for half the credit. Mm
1: -hmm. Yep. And my daughter was working. And get paid eighty percent
0: of what everyone else is getting.
1: And she was like, there was a girl that would come in because my daughter has a good work ethic and she was working. Everyone else was calling out like every day. And then one day she's like, man, I'm tired. She's a full-time student. And this girl comes in she's I'm there like shit. An hour, and she's like, I guess Kayla's here. And then she just goes in the office and, sh- and asks the manager if she could leave. And Kayla was like, oh, it was all good as long as I was working. But I was like, uh, nah, girl, I'm out. And she was like, now she got, she feeling some type of way at work, making it all toxic. That's privilege, man.
0: That's privilege. Yeah, I mean, my only privilege at work is that I'm part of a union, so it was very difficult for them to fucking fire me just for being black or, or you know, in, you know in, my, in my case, an asshole. <laughs> but well, I do U- work hard. <laughs>
1: you know, UPS, though, they have a significant percentage of people of color working for them.
0: Uh, unions, yes. Unions. Or the reason why a large percentage of uh, the UPS workforce is is of, of color, uh, just protects the fucking job. Also, uh, you know, that's probably why unions are so unpopular with the right. It's like, oh, if, if we had these fucking unions, like black people might have opportunity to earn a fucking living. You can't have no, that.
1: That's also why they don't want to raise
0: the minimum wage. All right, Carol. Uh, the fake electors sleep over at the Georgia County Election Office. They didn't actually sleep over, but a uh, newly obtained surveillance footage shows for the first time what happened inside of Georgia County elections office. The day it's voting systems are known to have been breached on January 7, 2021. Ironically, a day after the fucking insurrection that we were just talking about over and over. Cause it's in every fucking topic. Cause this podcast is called pardon the insurrection ironic play on the podcast or rather the ESPN show, pardon the interruption, uh, a Republican County official in Georgia and operatives Working with an attorney for former President Trump, spent hours inside a restricted area of the Coffee County elections office that day. Among those seen in the footage is Kathy Latham, a former GOP chairwoman of Coffee County, who was under criminal investigation for posing as a fake elector in 2020. Uh, yeah, you know, fake elector plot. Also part of the one of the random schemes these motherfuckers invented to try and keep Trump in power. Latham escorted operatives working for, with former Trump's lawyer, Sidney Powell, the Kraken, uh the the karen cracking cracking karen uh however you want to call it through the front door of the elections office on January. release
2: 7th. the karen
0: Rel- <laughs> <laughs> karen thomas uh the new footage appears to undercut previous claims by latham that she was not personally involved in the breach oh man uh, so they were in the fucking county elections office for hours unattended un- unmonitored uh doing who knows god what to the fucking elections equipment uh it's not looking great for uh Latham's prospects for t- staying out of prison here uh Carol what are the odds that Latham ends up becoming a uh, a cooperating witness with a uh, the uh, Coffee County uh, investigation uh, what what are the odds if you had to put a number on it like 20% oh.
2: I don't I don't know this bitch. I I think it's always fifty percent. Um,
0: 50 50 why? corn toss.
1: Yeah
2: I mean
0: she's on camera, Carol. We got the bitch. We got her. Like she can it, implicate Sidney Powell.
1: Carol could be a weather person because all you have to say is like it's a 30% chance. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Cool.
0: Well, un- unlike the weather person, Carol's not always lying percent
1: chance. That's, tw- That's it, you just throw the weather. The weather person is there. not always right. What are you talking
0: about? That's what I said. They're, they're always lying. The motherfuckers just Oh, lie. lying.
2: I thought you yeah. said Carol's not always right.
0: Weather man just be lying his ass off, or woman. I'm sorry, it's 2022. Uh, I it can be ginger The gender weather neutral.
2: individual. The
0: weather individual would just be lying to us. Lying their <laughs> ass off. His or her, or their ass. <laughs> whichever pronouns they identify by <laughs> i i don't know where i just i went off the rails there. i'm sorry i look okay so we have that over office meeting it keeps coming up the crazy one with trump and all the fucking the clark people and the eastmans of the world or whichever ones the fucking were where they were like oh yeah city city pal special counsel sees all the election qu- equipment and then after the coup, she was like, all right, got to get to work. January 7th, it's the day later. Let's start with Georgia. Go seize the fucking shit. Here Latham is on video. Hours spent in there doing those how knows God knows what. Like, she's got to be a fucking target. And I imagine like prosecutors are looking at this like, yeah, they're like salivating at the opportunity to get a cooperating, cooperating witness who has all the inside juicy details to flip on these fuckers, right? I mean, I can't be the only one who's considered like that's. I don't uh, know. I don't know. Kathy Latham is a little nutty. I watched her. um, She worked for Sidney
1: Powell, of course. She's nutty. And I saw that's true. And I saw her um, little testimony or whatever where she was insisting that the machines that there was something wonky going on, and she took Rudy Giuliani to that little meeting, but.
0: I think she's a true believer. Oh, she's one of the sheep. She is a true believer. Not not a wolf. Nope. Nope. Yeah. And I
1: think she was really convinced of her innocence. Mm. And that she did nothing wrong. And she was fighting a good fight. Yeah. If they get her to take a deal, it's going to be because... They just really go hard on her and then she's going to be like, my government turned on me and it'll be that Karen sob victim story.
0: Yeah. Good luck with that shit. Uh, we'll enjoy hearing your sob story from prison. You trifling treasonous hoe. Um, all right. On to the next topic. Kevin McCarthy releases the GOP platform but there are hiccups Uh, in an overly vague promotional video released by house minority leader, Kevin McCarthy, titled the preamble to the commitment to America. (laughs) Um, A narrator highlights America's exceptionalism, blames Democrats for leading the country off track and announces the 2023 party platform priorities, which are an economy that's strong, a nation that's safe, a future built on freedom and a government that's accountable. One problem though, several, several clips in the video meant to portray the diversity and vibrancy of America, including scenes of a woman shopping in a supermarket, a child running through a field and a farmer carrying a bag of wheat were actually stock footage filmed in Russia (laughs) and Ukraine, along with a fake quote attributed to Abraham Lincoln. The quote follows Uh, is as follows commitment is what transforms a promise into reality the letter reads attributing the quote to the nation's 16th president the historian at the lincoln presidential library said that there's no evidence lincoln ever uttered those words um it's it's super ironic here but every time the fucking republicans put out a video saying how fucking amazing and awesome uh, america is it's always some fucking shit from russia (laughs) do they do this on purpose is this like the trolling thing where they hold up like the white prim or white power symbol thing, okay finger shit in the videos and the pictures, or, or, or are they just fucking morons? Right.
1: Maybe they're like a,
0: sorry. Go no, go ahead, Carol.
2: I was gonna say it as George Washington said, uh, you don't take the vodka out of, <laughs> out of the generals, you put the generals into in, the, in vodka. the vodka. Is ancient <laughs> American saying, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man, hey, it's so good. It's like every, <laughs> it's every single time. Listen, give America, da. <laughs> they're gonna start attributing Martin Luther King
1: quotes to their uh,
0: the uh, Lincoln. Oh, you mean uh, they're gonna start attributing Stalin quotes to MLK? Yeah. <laughs> that too. Yeah, right. It's like
1: oh, <laughs> because they're taking history out so.
0: You know, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, bring back the Soviet Republic. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, in the 2000 Mules movie, that
1: map they were showing the geo tracking, it was in Moscow. The, it was like really
0: in Mount Moscow. Well, I have to tell you, I, I didn't watch 2000 Mules because like I don't. good <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I consider it along the lines of like Japanese anime, alien. Come on, you know, I'm an anime, fan. porn. It's like, I it's for it's for some people. It's not for me, right? Like other people might be engaged or entertained by by such musings. I,
2: I mean, at least watching a tentacle monster penetrate a young woman is based could be based on <laughs> reality. Reality, if there was I mean, a tentacle, a horny tentacle monster. Whereas the other thing is just bullshit. I mean, who's that video harming? Yeah. <laughs> the, an animated woman.
1: There is some truth. Yeah, you're woman right. Woman with,
2: with alien happen. related sex trauma.
0: I mean, supposedly she's at least enjoying the the alien related sexual experience with the giant tentacles penetrating her every orifice. Like I don't, I can't say the same for the people watching the 2000 mules video. Um, yeah, look, man. they're like oh the russia thing is such a hoax yet every time we fucking turn around they're doing something or quoting something or they have some idea that's fucking pro russia or they're sharing some video of, of like some russia stock footage it's every every goddamn time every time you look up here they are doing some russia shit Yep, and they, and they're like, oh, the the Democrats are McCarthyism. No, you're actually doing some some fucking Soviet spy type shit. Every every time we, we catch in this, uh, anyway. Um, yeah, so that was that was fun times. Uh, it, yep, it's it's been a week. Uh, and this is why I drink to try and cope.
2: <laughs> so uh, aside from the imagery, the uh, platform was also very, you know, the same thinly veiled conservative hate, like. What what did you say? It was like freedom. Yeah,
0: it it was some super yeah. <laughs> some very... <laughs> it was some very generic shit. I mean, obviously because they have no policy ideas, they just had to say some shit that sounds good. An economy that's strong, a nation that, and let me do like the pre- presenter's voice. An economy that's strong, a nation that's safe, a future built on freedom, and a government that's accountable. Bum bum bum, Right. Some, that that type shit. You nailed it. That's all you need to say. All right. What does that fucking mean in reality? Like, give and then they me started
2: some... playing our national anthem, the Tetris
0: song. <laughs> 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 uh... <sighs> okay, I'm done. Um, yeah. Look, man, these people. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to... Hey, look. Is it? Is it? <laughs> It can't be a total coincidence that the trial, the biggest seditious conspiracy trial in the history of America is, is taking place weeks before the, the midterm elections, the probably the most important midterm elections of our life. I mean, you know, arguably is as important as 2018 um, after which who knows what hell might break loose with the DOJ abducted. We're apprehending motherfuckers and locking motherfuckers to fuck up and filing all kinds of criminal charges. Is is it perhaps coincidence or is the timing symbolic of of DOJ's overall strategy regarding these criminal investigations and how they'll proceed in the future
1: I think a strategy yeah I think the DOJ knows they're up against the clock I think that Merrill Garland is like well he knows what's up he's been around a long time he's no nonsense and no. you know they I think they would like to be able to put more time, but they can't afford to. But fortunately, the people they're investigating are such fuck-ups. There's enough evidence that they don't have to go so, so. They do have enough, like, on the surface to implicate a whole hell of a lot of people. But I also think they're trying to to get information out and hoping that the American public will wake up from the MAGA fog you know,
0: a good portion. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I mean, the rest
2: of them can just be arrested right after
0: they're voted in. Yeah, right. Like, I'm assuming that's what will happen. Like, these elections will play out in November, and then, like, next, the very next week, they'll start locking fuckers the fuck up. Hey, um, so one question I have is, why is this seditious conspiracy trial not bigger than fucking OJ? Like, is Right? Not- <laughs> like why is not everyone in the entire world talking about this like why is it not plastered all over the news and the daytime tv talk shows and all the shit like like more people watch barry bonds hit that fucking 70 whatever 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 his home run than like a seditious conspiracy trial about people plotting to overthrow the government and they actually got like inches away from successfully overthrow like why is this not a bigger deal just cuz we can't take so we can't take the constant
2: inundation of terrible news it's just yeah. never stopped and it's like the baseline of our existence now instead of just being a one off like you know Gosh. what i remember during when when oj was fleeing from the police i was like a little kid and i was like mom pay attention to me she's like this is important stop and like the, the whole <laughs> nation was focused on it
0: like <laughs> they they cut into the NBA fucking finals to show the OJ Chase, but like no one cares about the fucking plot to end democracy in America. Like uh whoopie-doo. Yeah, it's I, awesome man, game. that trial was I've always liked watching trials. Really? That's a strange kink. <laughs> <laughs> you, and, you and Clarence Thomas, huh?
1: I mean, trials I I lo- I don't know. Um maybe because I was gonna be a lawyer, so it's like cross-examination, how they present evidence. That's always been fascinating. Like, man, yeah, I'm gonna... Oh,
0: really? That. You were gonna be a Kardashian in a different life and not I was not going, the kid Kardashian, the daddy.
1: Robert Kardashian. I was. I was accepted to 10 law schools, man.
0: Well, fuck. How did I not know this? Like, this yeah. is very interesting. <laughs> like, how did that happen? Did you take the bar? You, no?
1: When, like, my LSAP before... <laughs> My scores were gonna expire, and then I had left my um, ex husband, and I was Talk in that Florida. guy. Not, yeah, I was I in even, and I was know like, no, "I'm gonna do this. I've been wanting to be—I've been wanted to be a lawyer my whole life. I'm going to do this." And then I—I I don't know. I—I I didn't, and then I ended up moving to Florida, and that was when I was auditing the law classes at, at UF. And then I was going to start. At Charlotte School of Law, and two weeks before, I was like, "I'm going to move to Florida," and I did. Interesting. I was chasing dick. No, wasn't that interesting? It was pretty sad, actually.
0: I mean, I totally understand. Like, I, I I don't, you know, you know what? Actually, I don't understand why do women like men again? I don't. I don't. It makes no sense to me. There's
2: penises attached to them, and they feel good do that yeah
0: I'm yeah. not familiar <laughs> I, I have one and I don't even like mine I'm like What's this, what am I supposed to do with this thing it's like boing uh, I'm done yeah. now what that, that visual is just, it's just it weird. does come in handy when you need to pee and you're like oh I can aim that's one pro that's true. that's true you know and because I have a penis I don't menstruate so I guess there's like two
1: that's nice two bonuses <laughs> And be thankful for that, because in Florida, apparently, that's a
0: oh yeah, they're tracking shit. Hey, oh yeah, no man, it's bad news. Bad news. Don't hate all you kids out there, um, don't let them like track your fucking uh, menstrual cycles and uh, all your periods and stuff. Like, don't.
1: I think that's why they like God so much, because what did He do to punish Eve? That's what He chose. He He got her right in the feminine parts. And uh, that, well, at least that's the story I've heard. Yeah, painful labor and the menstrual cramps, right? Well, yeah. I... yeah. Painful, la- yeah. I Yes, exactly. I think that Christians should change their name to Godians because Jesus and God are nothing alike. Like, you can't you can't
0: be New Testament and Old Testament. Like, you gotta pick your, pick, pick one. Yeah, man, if God did all that kind of shit to women, like, I don't understand why more women are like, fuck church.
1: And look what he did with, um, who was it? Was it Abraham? That he had um pimping his wife out. He's like, hey, just tell him that's your sister. Then they'd give him, they'd be like, Oh,
2: Abraham is it. the one who was gonna kill his son. Yeah, kill
0: his different, different who guy. Was that? Which one was that? That look, there was a that, lot of coquetry in the in the fucking old testament. I mean, technically in the new testament, um God himself was out here like Shh, fuck Joseph. I'm gonna smash Mary. Knock this <laughs> hoe up. And then he was like, well, that, that didn't go great. Got to take him out. And, and you know, 30 years later, uh, post-birth abortion, 30 years after the fact, it also didn't go oh. well. Didn't take. Um, yeah. And, and apparently when he came back, he had super fucking powers. It's a fantastic story. Uh, makes total sense. I can see why, you know, billions of people around the world worship this shit. It's like a fucking science fiction cult type thing.
1: Jesus was the first Avenger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it was the he frankincense. did a sense. He did assemble a team. <laughs> oh man, the Frankincense and Myrrh. Good, good times. Yeah, oh I man, I, I don't know how we got here. I, uh, yeah, as as we were wanting to do, just we we go off the rails. Um, Yeah, so do uh, either of you possibly have any closing thoughts prepared for this evening? Maybe, maybe not.
2: There's just a little bit over a month left until the midterms. Um, If we want to keep having a trial and uh, (laughs) keep having people face justice, no, just do what you can. If you've got any extra money, donate it to some fucking Democratic Congressman in a in a act
0: blue, people. Act, act blue. blue or vote forward. Either or.
2: Directly directly to the candidates. Um write postcards, send texts, call people if you can stand it. Knock on doors, but make sure you're part of an organization first, because otherwise you're just an a-hole knocking on people's doors. Um <laughs> do something, bring a friend. Bring two friends. Bother everyone you know. Make sure people overseas are sending in their overseas ballots.
0: I mean, bring a whole family. Bring a whole, like, make it a voting orgy. Just everyone all just voting together all at the same time, all over each other.
1: That sounds great. (laughs) Nailed it. Just um, do what you can to reach those low-information voters. Um, you, those that are the, the, um, well, I've always voted Republican crowd. They really don't know why they're voting Republican. They just always have their parents did. So they do it and they can't, well, I just can't vote them. I just, it's a tradition, I, like going to church. Yeah. But reaching those with, when I'm posting on Facebook, cause that's where most of those people in my life are. So it's like my family who are in North Carolina and Georgia, Flint, Michigan, Virginia, important states. Um, And then a lot of my Latino friends and people here that vote Republican, like I'll make a post, it's the same little underhanded tricks I try with Steve and I'll go, man, can you believe that in Florida they're gonna make girls, they're gonna track their periods and they're like, what? That's insane. I go, I know, right? It's the GOP controlled, like legislature. Like they've been doing that all over. Like I will try to hook them with something that
0: I know they would think was insane. Right. And they'd be like, Hey, guess what? Surprise, surprise. It's the same motherfuckers every time.
1: Yeah. And I'll say, well, you know, when I was volunteering at the mustard seed in the late and I would drop little things and and I said something about Abbott's stunt and I go, well, there was only 10 people on that first bus what? Because all they did was just show the bus riding around in circles in D.C. of migrants, but you didn't see the migrants. And then they'd show, like, huddle together, you know, and then catch some people to make it seem like it was this large, you know, oh, well, I didn't know that. I might have to think about voting for him now. I'm like, that's the deal breaker?
0: Oh, wow. you?"
1: You know? And I'm like, yeah, but try to have conversations with people that that provoke their thought and and get something that will kind of stick with them. That later, like maybe when they're laying, they're like, "Man, I, like something that'll catch on that they can't really shake, and right. and that kind of like, um, co- not yeah, bothers them, you know. Um, but in a way that they don't feel like you're talking at them. Young people, anybody that you know that has. Somebody that's gonna be turning 18 or just turned 18, you know, because it's the youth that are gonna save us. And and they see what's coming and what people think is lazy. It's not lazy, it's just a a lack of hope. We were young once. Yes, but we had we had promise. Did we? You know, I was making, you know, a couple dollars less in high school. Then minimum wage, there were still benefits, profit sharing, overtime. College wasn't unreachable in those days. So I knew there was a possibility. I had an apartment for, you know, $500 a month and it was considered fancy.
0: Okay, that's No, fair. there's
1: not that for these kids today, you know. And But letting them know, like, look, your, your voice is the one that's going to save all of us. You know, we really need to to stay on um the young people and let the millennials know that they're they're not alone and that we can save the future with their help. You know, but we need it.
0: Come on, kids, you can do it. Save our asses. We exactly. we fucked it all up. You you got to solve our problems for us, or or at least just vote. <laughs> Please. Yeah we need you. you'll make all the difference in the world. Don't you want to be a part of something beautiful? We can make the world a better place. Like we can do all the fucking commercial type shit. We can do it with your help. We can do it with you. I don't know if any kids have passive aggressive
1: boomers, you know, who vote for the people who's basically taking away everything from the future generations that they benefited from to be in their position to then turn around and shame the millennials for not having it. Right.
0: They made you know? everything impossible for these kids, and then they're like, "All oh, right, fucking little bastards, useless." Yeah. Like, no, you did this to them. They're they're in a position that you created for them, and then you're blaming them for not being able to escape the traps you put out there, laid out there exactly. for everyone. Yeah, I mean, uh, fuckers. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Not okay, boomers. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, it's not all their fault. It's not not every one of them's fault. It's mostly Republicans, yeah, as as per the usual. Blame, blame the, the Republican Party. All right, my my closing thoughts. Uh, I was initially wanted to talk about the Brett Favre scandal, but uh, that I can't ever seem to get to. But I'm sure there will be more breaking news about that next week, and then it'll be a perfect excuse to do so. But uh, I think today what I'd like to to, to to talk about is uh, a a particular. Uh, a tweet on on the Twitter uh by by one Caitlin Jenner, please don't cancel me uh this is a slight, slightly nuanced conversation here um uh, uh, well, I'll just read it. Caitlin Jenner says we cannot have biological boys with penises changing next to our daughters in locker rooms and then have our daughters scolded by the school. This is so backwards uh shame on Vermont uh said tweet has about a hundred thousand likes, which i I find readily offensive for multiple reasons. Uh, but, you know, of course, one of my responses to to said tweet was, uh, yeah, who had Caitlyn Jenner, uh, and this will be for obvious reasons, uh, being anti-chicks with dicks on their batshit fuckery bingo card? Now, I, you know, look, I'm not necessarily intending chicks with dicks to be uh, rather a derogatory term. Like, I, I'm also pro dudes with vagus, too. Like, wh- whatever you... However, you got to kick it to get down and get through in life. It's all fine with me. But but really, my problem with this to some degree is and and I'll just read what I wrote is. uh, The inevitable conclusion of this is probably some kid somewhere getting hurt or murdered. However, anyone might feel about the situation at the school in Vermont. It's some damn kids put a goddamn changing room in the locker room. Kids shouldn't be forced to undress together anyway. Well, they shouldn't be taking their draws off. So where would they well, see? I, that? I, it, uh, right. <laughs> like, I, it, it's a lot going on there. But like all that aside, the real problem is that there was already a trans woman who was murdered in Vermont a few months ago and she was stabbed multiple times. We actually, I, I don't actually know the motive behind that killing uh, other than that she was a trans person, right? Uh, and when you take your massive audience and aim it at a marginalized group that you're supposedly a part of and one that's already prone to be attacked, It's like giving the worst people in the world a seal of approval to jump straight to violence because people are fucking morons, can't grasp nuance, and will think, well, Caitlyn is trans, so Caitlyn is right about trans people, and then go kill someone for using the bathroom. Uh, The same way some white guy, some generic white guy is going to see Kanye in a White Lives Matter shirt and say, see, black lives don't actually matter, and Kanye said so. And then they'll try to prove it by having one less black life in the world as 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 we are. uh, There's plenty of available evidence out there in the world to prove that to uh, be accurate. Uh, It happens quite often. Uh, I don't know what you have in the trans community. That's the equivalent. And and I'm speaking to you trans people out there. Should you happen to be listening? uh, Serious topic here. Uh, but but for us, we have Uncle Tom's and, and by us, I mean, us black people, uh, these handful of black people who exist in the anti black space that cape for white supremacy and spend their time and energy derailing progress for black people. You may be familiar with one Candace Owens, uh, that type, the, the Clarence Thomas's of the world, um, the, the fucking pizza guy who, who died of COVID to support Trump's stupid shit, you, you know, people like that. And the inevitable conclusion is generally that uncle, T- that the uncle time is held in esteem by the people who most wish to do the black community harm and then use that person as the justification to do the harm. And I don't mean jokes or harsh words, but truly life changing harm, if not violence. And the shit is so offensive racism from white people. Yeah, I, it's stupid, but I totally understand like there is an inherent benefit in, in, in the oppression of, you know, a minority, at least in America by the majority, uh, but blacks caping, black people caping for white supremacists, no sympathy for me. And that's why when, say, Clarence Thomas gets figurative shots fired in his direction, black people who are familiar with his work just shrug. Like, all right, bro, you kind of get what you earn. Uh, so while Caitlin, through her means and influence, might be afforded a room in Master's house, she has no problem keeping other trans people out in the field. And if you deign to use the wrong bathroom like the days of segregation, She's the first to sick the dogs on you. And if not the dogs, she'll run you over herself and she'll get away with it because even as a trans woman, she still has rich white male privilege. It's crazy how that works.
1: I, I don't like Caitlyn at all. She is a horrible human being. And it's really convenient for her to say these things now when they don't affect her because she's older. She's not in school. She doesn't have to, you know worry about that and she probably doesn't you know have to go to the bathroom anywhere with anybody she just hops on her private jet or go to you know what have you she doesn't mm, have to deal with the
0: struggles and total lack of self-awareness it's, it's hmm? total lack of self-awareness
2: yeah. no, I mean, the lack look, of empathy is is stunning i, and I just look
1: how long it took caitlin to stand in her truth 60 years 60 years to stand in her truth. And she did it at, you know, what, let's say all these years at a, I don't want to say convenient time. Convenience isn't the right word, but there was, you know, at least really before Trump got too out of control and all this anti-drag queen and everything, groomer stuff going around, but, when there was starting to be a turn, you were having these, these laws to protect transgender youth and their rights and stuff before the backlash came like a hurricane and just destroyed all the progress made um, in the, <clears throat> you know, towards it, not just tolerance, but acceptance for the transgender community. And it's incredibly, it's disgusting that she uses her platform to derive there, are, she gives absolutely zero words of hope, motivation to bring herself out there like, hey kids, hang in there. Here I am, a year old, 70-year-old woman took me 60 years to get here you will be fine you know nothing there is zero positivity that comes from from that crowd I mean when I was growing up even watching the news that show you the war going on in Somalia or this or that and at the end they would go now on a positive note look at this kitty stuck in the tree and the fireman comes and gets this kitty
0: the like local it was- news is still like that to be fair <laughs> Not here. Well, okay. but, <laughs> but
1: they would do, but they, you know, it, they would end on a fuzzy note, a warm and fuzzy note. And now they're like, and you're all going to die. See us tomorrow here at Faux News. You know, like that's it. Like that's what they they leave us with. And there's there's nothing, and I don't ever hear anything positive coming out of Caitlin. She was privileged as a man, and she's privileged
0: and entitled now. Personality still the same. I mean, is it not the equivalent of the the Kanye West wearing the White Lives Matter shirt? Oh, or like a,
1: yeah, she's a she's a turf like J.K. Rowling. I put Caitlyn Jenner in the same category as J.K. Rowling.
0: Well, it's like it's great Kanye that you can afford to wear this the shirt that says White Lives Matter, given that like you're Kanye. So to some degree, you stand uh, above and beyond, like. What, whatever the average black person may experience in America, being a black person, like you, you have a level of, well, degree of privilege where you, you're afforded that, um, that opportunity. But like for 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 most of us, like we we live in a, a world where being black can get get you killed for absolutely no reason. Walking down the street, going for a jog, uh, sleeping in your own bed, uh, any yeah. situation for like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good good for you Kanye, but what about the rest of us? Uh this supposed community or this community that you supposedly belong to, do you, do you have any empathy for uh, other people in the same situation as you once were, uh who 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 don't have your means and fame?
1: Well, he grew up on the south side of Chicago. Uh yeah. So uh, it's uh, it's just incredible and I must say I have been so terribly disappointed in the lack of involvement from the culture. You know, I remember back, what, 20 years ago when Puffy was all rock the boat, this and that, and it was so motivating and inspiring. And and I get it, Obama was absolutely inspiring. The thought of having a black man running for president that could actually win um and that excitement, but it's it's deeper than that, more than that, so much is at stake. I live in the state of Texas. that's where Selena Gomez is from. she's in she's so popular on the Mexican station I listen to Latin x ninety four three Latinx station, which kids is kids
0: lover the kids and the she's days. yeah,
1: and she's got so you know, and then. My daughter's age, they grew up with her when she was on Wizards of Waverly Place. She's from Texas and she's a Latina. She could be here fighting, campaigning for women's rights against, vocally against what Greg Abbott was doing, which is abs- which is disgusting. And Beyonce, um, so many people, like Georgia, like how many in these battleground states? All of these professional athletes that are in these key states I would, like, go, like, I'm not going to play. I need my Milwaukee Bucks. If you play for the Bucks and Wisconsin's, uh, I need you to stand up and on behalf of your team, on, on you know, majority of your players and the voter suppression. I need you, like, the kind of solidarity and uh, just the anger and the fight. There's none of it. All of these, you know, rappers, hip hop stars and other people on their platform, unless they're using it to make a meme and make something fun. But they're not energizing the base. And.
0: I I mean, I find it difficult to I, I don't know. I mean, it's a complicated topic, uh, the nature of people using their celebrity to further causes that, you, you know, they probably socially align with. But I. It, because there's always the possibility that, hey, they take one step too far or take one too many knees and then they end up losing their career like Colin Kaepernick or such. And like, and, and we appreciate the Colin Kaepernicks of the world, but you also can't necessarily expect everyone to put their careers in, in you know, their, their future earnings. I, it's difficult, right? Like, we would prefer that. Um, well, but the expectation of such is probably a, a stretch for me.
1: Uh, and that's incredibly sad because... They, there weren't those. People have
0: been protesting in sports for for the entirety that. of sports. Yeah,
1: for, I'm, I'm, the I'm, entirety yeah. Of, of sports and entertainers, you know, Josephine Baker. She was such an activist and she was so, you know, incredible. And. The Elijah Cummings and the John Lewis's. they weren't worried about losing their careers or their lives. They did it Anyway. Because it mattered. And that's the point. It needs to matter.
0: Yeah. Well, I can't assume uh, anything about the people who don't speak out publicly uh, because the athletes and celebrities, musicians, artists, all all these people, they do do things behind the scenes that could be potentially as valuable as speaking out. Like, I I, I don't know how to quantify the difference it would make if more people were more vocal, whether it would actually make a difference in the long run. I, I just I, I hope people are doing the best with with the power they have in, in the ways they see fit. Um, but yeah, I, look, look. They will eventually speak out, but it might be too late. And- no, it's they're going to speak
1: out when they lost everything. Yeah. They're going to speak out when they're like, mm, you can't go to college. You're banned from playing sports. We're going back to whites only sports because you know what's unfair or what have you. I mean they <clears throat> forget that it was not that long ago that they wouldn't have they wouldn't have been able to even play in the league that has made them so much money that they have It wasn't that long ago, you
0: know? No, it wasn't. Um, definitely in, Warriors, definitely yeah. in my parents lifetime was the color barrier broken in in, in baseball. I mean, hell, in in just recent years it's it's only become fairly more widely accepted to have a black quarterback of your professional football team and like and exactly. even then oh don't don't let your you know black starting quarterback have a white backup oh man don't let that happen because the or that, the backup fair. quarterback becomes the most popular person on the fuck team <laughs> Or let him have a bad day. Oh, let him, let him have a <laughs> let him Let him win MVP one year and then come out and have one bad game the next year. They'll be trying to send the dude to the... Yep. Yeah. I mean, look
1: at... There was, you know, and freaking um, booing and the N-word and... Like, it's just... It's just insanity. I, I don't know. It's just so... It's so much. I'm so... I'm like, I need November 8th to come <laughs>
0: so I don't know what, what the fuck is going on. And that's your I'll, cue to vote for Democrats, people. Vote for Democrats. Yeah. Save the country. Save your lives. Save the economy. Save democracy. Save the world. Save the universe. Save the multiverse. Save the infinity and beyond. Oh, wait, that's Buzz Lightyear, my bad. <laughs> is that is that our fight song, Carol? or our- I was just... I was just-
2: I'm
0: still here. Oh, no. Hey, <laughs> Carol. Carol is also enjoying the show, and I'm also
2: I... here, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but not for long because that concludes this episode of Part of the Insurrection.
1: That concludes this episode of Pardon the Insurrection,
0: and we'll see you next week.